Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back, Sports to the Max. Joining us on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline, Brian Robbie, former big league infielder, now the coach of the Bethel University Royals. And, and Brian, are you trying to tell me that you guys had doubleheader today and you just finished it? Did you finish under the lights in the cold, or what happened? You, you know, we don't have lights here at Bethel, but we at, at Bethel the sun was just peeking out at the end here, at the very, very end. And literally, I just walked up to my office. We uh, uh, we ended about uh, about five ten minutes ago. And, and oh, you're kidding me! We we are we're very cold. Let's put it that way. Well, and your ballpark's tucked away not far from uh, your facility there. But holy cow, that's a long doubleheader. Who'd you play? How'd it go? And what was it like to play in the cold? Well, we played uh, St. Mary's today. Today we split. We're 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 actually having a great year here at Bethel. We're, we're nineteen and four right now, and six wow. two in in the Mayak. And and we played a really good. Uh, we we won the first game, and then. We had we were down eight, to, um, I believe it was eight to two, um, something like that in the in the last or eight to three in the last standing, and we ended up um, almost pulling it out at the end. But St. Mary's held on, and they did a nice job today. So we got a split, and and nobody has frostbite that we know of. Yet. And, <laughs> Not uh, yet. We'll yeah, now, now how many games have you played outside Minnesota this year? Uh, well, we we went down to Florida. We played eight there, the and, and then we played um, uh, four four six in the dome. Yep. So we played for so yeah we played probably ten games, yeah seventeen games outside we've been out seventeen I just counted seventeen outside 17. and about eleven yeah. of them in Minnesota. Yes. Yep. yep. How, how, what I mean, it's been miserable, Brian. I, 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 yeah. And I and I know and I you know I played in the MIAC and I know you know we get done by um, uh, the fishing opener, so it, it is a short season for everybody in right. a lot of games and and I can remember. Going to the cafeteria and drinking hot coffee. That's when I started drinking coffee just to warm up after these doubleheaders on days like today. But but my bigger question is, Brian, because I think probably all coaches are asking it right now. Um, we haven't gotten any favors in Minnesota here for the last several years. We've had terrible springs and we've had COVID, and and right. and, and we're trying to grow the game and keep people and, and kids engaged in baseball. How do you do that when you're given this piece of pie that you've got to work with in, in, in the form of this bad weather? You play. That's how you do it. You just, just keep play playing. Through it. And, the, and, and, the one, and the one thing, and, and that's the one thing that is a, is a great point, is that we had COVID. And, and some of these kids lost the entire year of are participating. They're loving the fact that they get to play. And that's Good point. The problem. Yep, 40 you know? degrees. Hey, that's a lot better than sitting in my dorm wishing I was playing, huh? Exactly. So you go and play. And you know what? It, it, it's funny because the players that are playing, like tonight, I'll give you an example. We had, we had 14 hits. They had four. We had twenty-eight hits. Wow! And I bet you the field like temperature was probably what thirty, yeah. thirty-two. Yeah. And we 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 had twenty-eight hits between the two. And a couple guys got hit by pitches. That can't be fun. I've been there, done that. Yep. Um, you know, it, it, you just play, and you don't worry about the elements. The guys that really get cold are, my quite honestly, are the coaching staff. Um, <laughs> the best players. They get cold. You shouldn't worry about the coaches now. Yeah, the coaches. I'm more worried about for frostbite than the players. Trust me. Uh, the old guys, we, we, it's a little tougher for us, I think, sometimes. But the guys running around, you know, they they play and 
And, you know, we, 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 you know, you, you just do it. Now, this to me is the breaking point. What we did today, this was probably, you know, when we put, first had the game, we thought we were playing today. Yep. Um, it was supposed to be 54 degrees. Yep. Okay. And then every day, every hour, the temperature <laughs> kept going down, down. Last night, they said it was supposed to be 47 yep. or somewhere right around there with a little bit of wind, but pretty dry. Well, guess what? It rained for, most of the morning, I had that mist, yep. and we and the you know we were at 38, 39, 40 degrees with the wind blowing. And if I had a nicer day tomorrow or Friday, both teams would have said we're moving the game to that day. That's sure. how we do it, Mike. Yep. So we have our schedule. <clears throat> Excuse me, but if we have Wednesdays or game, which it was, and we look and it's thirty nine degrees with wind. And tomorrow it's going to be 48 degrees, no wind. We can just say, hey, we're going to, we're going to bump our game till tomorrow. And Amayak does a great job. The umpires do a great job um, facilitating all that. And we play on a warmer date. We're kind of stuck right now, Mike, because the next two days are worse than what today might be. Yep. So now our next game, this was really kind of funny because, and, and I wonder if, but we're supposed to play Hamlin on Saturday. At six o'clock at night, over over at St. Paul the at, at the Saints Ballpark. Yeah, the high is supposed to be forty for the day. By the time we play, <laughs> and there's supposed to be a twenty mile an hour wind. There's that's a feel like temperature of probably in the upper twenties, low thirties yeah. yeah. at game time, game one. Yeah. So we've got to figure that stuff out, you know. But we, Mike, another reason why we play to answer your question is so we don't back up games. Yeah, we got two games in today. The whole, entire Mayak played except for two teams. Okay. And everybody else played. The reason we do it is because we're looking ahead. We don't want to get backed up. We have one Mayak team that's already down because of his field condition, that he's already down two full series. Oh, yeah. I mean, what do you do? So we're, we're trying to stay ahead of it a little bit, and that sometimes that means you play in a little bit um, in tougher uh, elements. But this is nothing compared to what COVID did to us. That's a great point. That's great. Now, now, Brian Robbie's our guest, Bethel coach and uh, former Gopher, former big league ball player, etc. Uh, he he's seen it all in his day, and and and, and uh, he's got a son that's playing pretty high level right now too. But 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 Brian, uh, if you're let's take it down a level, let's say high school, junior high coach, you're talking about now uh, April thirteenth, and um, maybe I was talking to a high school coach yesterday. They've played one game so far. Uh, right. Their team went to Florida early and, and scrimmaged amongst each other. They came back, and they've barely been outside the gym. They played a game because right. it was nice enough, too, but they've barely been outside the gym. What advice do you give to those coaches about keeping their kids engaged uh, in, in baseball, you know, a sport that we love, but we also know that, you know, some kids don't have the attention span for it. Right. And, and, and especially when you have to send them back inside after they've been outside, what can you do to, to not just make it fun, but you, you want to make sure that they're progressing and improving? Well, what we, what we do here at Bethel is, is and what I, what I would tell you when coaches do, when you, you have your, your workouts early to get every, they develop your teams and things like that. So the whole month of February, for example, at Bethel, we, we practice, um, and it's all indoors, obviously. Uh, we're practicing indoors so for that entire month. And then at the end of the month, early March, we start playing games. After we start playing games, we cut our practices in half. We just go and, and we've done all our pickoffs. We've done all our PFPs and things. We do a lot. Yep. And we still work on that stuff. Yep. But we try to try to cut the practices in half so that 
the guys are doing the important stuff that they need to do. They're throwing, they're getting ground balls, they're um, hitting. Uh, if we need to work on something quick, we do do that. Uh, but then we get them in, get them out. And the reason why is to keep them interested, to keep them there and mm. to keep them, uh, you know, uh, tomorrow I called, I, I gave no practice tomorrow. And the reason why, had a good game, had a couple games, uh, very spirited games. Uh, we've been playing a lot. We've been playing well. Boom, tomorrow we'll, we'll take a day off just to try to, to get them back into class and make sure that they're doing the stuff they have to do there. And then, boom, we hit it again on Friday. We try to play on Saturday if we can. And so I, I try to do whatever we possibly can uh, to, to once the season is going on, even for high school, I, when I did it there at Forest Lake, is if we have situations like this, we, we'd practice. Um, if I had three days before a game, I would maybe would call and say, hey, no practice today because we have two more days before we play. Uh, but a lot of times if we did practice, I got them in, did our stuff, we hit, we did our stuff, main stuff we had to do, and then get them out. And uh, trying to keep them encouraged. Now, here's the other thing, Mike, that people have to remember. In Minnesota, if you're really a, if you play baseball and you play a lot of it, we have three seasons in Minnesota. We have the spring, high school. We have the summer, which is Legion or whatever affiliation. Town ball, yeah, whatever, yep. Okay? And then in the fall, there's also fall leagues they play in. So theoretically, when the season starts, you almost have your 20-game season plus playoffs with high school. Then you have your 30-game season or so in the summer. So there's 50-some. And then you play another X amount, whatever you do in the fall. Some, you know, play upwards of 30 games there. There's your season. Yeah, and you have to look at a big picture, you're saying. There you go. Yeah. Now, now I have often thought, and I'm probably obsessive about this, and I certainly haven't written a book on this for sure, but I always thought that you can't hit enough in Minnesota, that you can't get enough swings in in Minnesota because, you know, the short season to begin with. Once the season starts, how many cuts do guys need to take uh, during the week, because I'm always thinking, man, find a place to hit wiffle balls, find a place to hit wiffle ball yep. golf balls, find, you know, go on the net, whatever, just hit, hit, hit. Uh, I, I know I overdo this because that's not necessarily working on mechanics as much as it is just hitting, but, but what, what is your rule of thumb? What we do is, like I said, is once we get, I get, I make sure that the guys get, are, are comfortable. I give them what they need and what they want when they feel that they're good. And now remember, I coach at college now where I'm dealing yep. with young men. So when they, when they feel like, hey, they, they've got it, they feel good. Um, uh, they're done. And, and some guys take a lot of swings. Other guys don't take as much. Um, I, the one thing we do really well here, Mike, in Minnesota, and I'm talking the high school coaches, uh, the college coaches, I tell you what, if I was the best thing that I, my best practices, I know by far at Bethel is in February. It's uh-huh. not in the spring. My yep. best practice practices is when I have everybody that we could do the fundamentals and work on the fundamentals. And really, when we go down south to play, we play teams all over the country. We usually have the most fundamental team on the field. Why? That's all we work on here. In the winter, we're working on the fundamentals, 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 fundamentals. And I think you, you should swing a lot, but when you've had enough, move on. And you know your body, know yourself. Okay, know last body, question for you, Bri- Brian Robbie. I don't know if you heard about today's game, but it was a classic uh, uh, manager's dilemma, uh, players' de- delight, whatever you want to call it. You know, Clayton Kershaw threw seven perfect innings for the Dodgers against the Twins, 13 strikeouts, 21 batters faced, and they pulled them at the 80 pitchers. Uh, they pulled them, uh, you know, for the obvious reasons that uh, it's early in the season, et cetera. What would you have done as a manager, and how do you feel about that when a guy has got a perfect game going after seven innings uh, this early in the season, in, in this case against the Twins today? Well, it's two, it's, it's two things. Number one, I'm not in that spot to, to do that, but 
um, in that spot, especially with a, 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 a curse, I would rely on him. He, he, you know, he, he's, he's been around. He, he knows what he's done. He's a, he, he's, he's an unbelievable pitcher. He's one of the best that there's been left-handers. And if, and I'd go up, I would have gone up to him and said, Hey, where are you at? What are you doing now? He had 80 pitches to me. Um, now with him, there's a one thing, Mike, that, that, that we have to remember. He had arm injury last year. Am I yep. correct on that? I yep. believe he did. So in that situation, it, honestly, knowing that I probably pull him. Yeah. And the reason why is because a, a, a no-hitter perfect game is great, but I would really rely on the pitcher a little bit. But we're trying to win a World Series at that level. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, and I don't know what the score was if they were up seven nothing. It was four to like nothing. They basically had the game in hand. You know, game in hand at that point. You got your closers. Everybody set up. My bet is the manager um, at, at that level. Uh, the pl- the players the players have a big say in what they're going to do. The manager is the boss. Yes, but the the players have a lot of say in where things are at. And a lot of times you get feel it feels, you know, I even do that with players. Hey, where are you feeling? What's going on? What are you doing? And if they give me any type of indication that it's not right, boom, we get them out. And, uh, and my assumption is that they did that. Did he end up throwing a team no hitter today or no? No, they gave one hit in the eighth, one meaningless hit. And, uh, but, but all the conversation, of course, about the perfect game. It wasn't just a no hitter. It was a perfect game in this case, you know. Well, let me tell you something, Mike. Whoever got the hit today, that wasn't meaningless to them. No, you're absolutely right. And you know what? I think about that every time I watch an at-bat. There is no such thing as a meaningless at-bat in the big leagues, is there? I mean, you grind out every pitch, don't you? Every pitch and, and every hit. Like I said, there, it, like when I, I tease my hitters, there's never, ever. Um, what it, when, when I watch hitters and they, and they get a boop hit or they don't hit it well and they get a hit, and they're on first base and kids do this, or even pro guys sometimes do it, and they act disappointed. Yeah. Like, and they got a hit. I'm like, man, oh, man, don't ever do that don't because do that. baseball guys will get you. And they'll see that and they'll say, okay, <laughs> you don't like that hit? Here comes your 0 for 30. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, why are we so programmed that way through this yeah. game of baseball, man? That's that's exactly what this game does to us, you know. I, I have to be happy or otherwise I'm going to get, you know, and, and, and we believe if we hit line drives, they catch that eventually they go through and all that stuff. But it's the but, but if, you, if you think there's a meaningless at bat, wait till you can't play baseball anymore. And there is no meaningless at bat when you can't have one anymore, right? Absolutely, yeah. and, and I, I'm teasing, obviously, when I, I know. say that. But I but, know, you know, but yeah, but that but, is the way I, we program our our brains in baseball. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All it's right. a tough game, and and it's it's one of the and, and baseball is just one of because you know when you watch it and, and when you watch it from afar and you're and you're, even when you're coaching and, and you're like you know what are we looking for why are we not swinging at that how are we not hitting that ball. Well, you know what? It's kind of like that old adage. Well, did you go up there and do it? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You think this is easy? Here's a bat. You hey. step up there again. <laughs> Brian, I appreciate it very much. Keep up the great work. Good luck the rest of the way, and we'll talk soon. Hey, thank you, buddy. I, I appreciate it. You have a great night. You bet. Brian Robbie. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 